Now, ladies, remember that your nurturing instinct must be held at bay until you make sure the three P's are in place. What I see women doing sometimes is they start nurturing with the hope that it will stimulate presiding, providing, and protecting in the man. Maybe if I'm just more sweet to him, maybe if I'm just more merciful, maybe if I'm just more loving, maybe if I go make out with him the way he's asking me to, he'll be more focused on presiding, providing, and protecting. Unfortunately, if you think about this like a plant, if a farmer doesn't provide a quality greenhouse for the plant's growth, the plant has to provide it for themselves, which they can, but it also depletes a lot of their nurturing energy. And so if a woman has now had to become the main presider in her own life, the main provider in her own life, and the main protector in her own life, then there will be very little energy left over for nurturing. And men, when you start dating, when you're entering a relationship, don't be surprised if a healthy woman is mostly not nurturing at first, because every man she's met before today has not been presiding, providing, and protecting. And there's no proof you're going to be. And so they need a little bit of time to see if it has any consistency to it, to see if it has any substance to it. But I'll tell you, one of the biggest shocks as a therapist professional has been not trying to get women to be nurturing, but trying to get them to stop being nurturing. It is harder than leaning back on a buckboard with eight Clydesdales on your reins to try to slow down a woman's nurturing power. Stop nurturing! They're like, well, it was warm for 17 seconds, so I gave him my sparkly-eyed smile. And I couldn't help myself. He's all, what? I could tell I got it right. She started smiling at me. So why keep working at it when I got it right in 17 seconds? That's good enough, right? I got my paycheck for 17 seconds of work. Implied idea was we're creating a life cycle. So here's what's supposed to happen, brethren. Little uh, hint at what's coming in our next few visits. If a man instead of harvesting the nurturing, like, look, the, the zucchini plant has one zucchini on it, sort of ripping off everything he can off the plant and trying to eat it. And she's like, okay, I'm laying here dying now because you didn't keep nurturing the plant. What I've seen is when a woman starts to nurture, if a man will recycle back into full presiding, providing and protecting mode, all right, let's make sure I'm pulling this relationship in a healthy direction. That's what presiding is. Make sure I'm monitoring the safety of the circumstance so she doesn't have to think about it as much. I'll just make sure things are safe. Adding value, adding growth, adding warmth, adding love language stuff. Then that keeps the plant growing, which keeps it nurturing. But when a guy goes for the harvest early, all right, let's go in there, get some. Let's get some of this. Let's get some of that. Then the plant dies and then she's all, you just like, that's not a harvest. That's a, I don't know the right word for when you rip everything off of a plant and leave very little left. Scavenge. Sure, there's some other more harsh words. But when I've seen men almost forget about the harvest, almost as if they don't even need it anymore, just like a farmer. 
Uh, pruning is more severe than that. It's like ripping stuff off. It's cutting things out too far. Pruning implies it's healthy. So when you have the mindset of a farmer where you are committed and dedicated to the presiding, providing, protecting process for a minimum of three months, like a normal farmer would, before you even hope for anything positive back, that's when you're going to start to see miracles. If you want to add a layer to that, you do a four-field farming process, four different crops where you're cycling through, I'm always nurturing, I'm always, as a man, I'm always presiding, providing, protecting to make sure there's a 12-month harvest opportunity because I'm, I'm focusing on multiple things. I'm making sure there's several elements of this being well cared for, not just a single portion of it. Ladies, I want to express my sadness about how rare it is to experience this kind of thing. I do not judge women who engage in relationships before that's available because of the desperation of it. Guys, the main reason women marry unhealthy men is because they lose hope that any healthy men exist. And even if you meet a woman that you don't plan to marry, let me tell you this in the dating phase, even if it's not a good fit, even if you do want to go to Africa and do cleft palates and she doesn't, when you give a woman one date with a man who has a 10 to 20% capability, presiding, providing, protecting, she now has hope that it exists. She now has hope that you just gave her something pure gold. Now it's going to tick off the other guys because they're going to be frustrated. Man, you're setting a standard we can't live up to. I don't want to have to be a 15% presider, provider, protector. That's exhausting. No woman can tolerate me now that they've met you. Set the standard, brethren. Set the standard that all men should be living up to. We should at a percentage level, be equal to our age. Calculate how old you are, and that's what percent perfect you should be in the area of presiding, providing, and protecting. For some of us, that gives us a little bit of a break because we were expecting more of ourselves. And for some of us, it's kind of comforting to know, I'm only 21, I'm only 22. I can probably be okay with 21, 22% and let the atonement cover the difference.